the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Uh, Wednesday, the 27th morning of the second month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Thanks again to Daniel Turner. Uh, really, really great conversation there. you got to check out that organization, Power the Future. Uh, they're pushing back on the eco-left, uh, uh, to the eco-left, I should say. They're fighting back for the American workers who continue to suffer under that ridiculous, um, their ridiculous policies and their proposals. This is, I, I still just sit here stunned and amazed. And how the left has embraced, how, let me rephrase, because she is the left, she is one of the most progressive, uh, how the Democrats have embraced this far-left extremist ideology advanced by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez so wholly, so early into her first term as a 29-year-old should-be-still-serving-drinks bartender um, who's uh, working on Capitol Hill. I just don't understand how anybody gave her so much power. And so much credibility when she literally is dumber than a box of hammers. I swear to you, she's just that ridiculous. She has a degree in economics from Boston University and has no economic fundamental concept of how the American economy runs. She literally thought that, that Amazon bringing its new plant, its new headquarters to New York City, to Long Island City, to be precise, she actually thought that that was going to require New York to pay them $3 billion because they were going to get a $3 billion tax break to bring twenty five to 50,000 new jobs and roughly $27 billion of economic growth. She thought it was literally that the, that the city of New York was going to have to pay $3 billion to Amazon and said, we could take that money and give it to firefighters and hire better teachers and this and that. She's, she's economically illiterate. She had no idea that it's it's a tax break, a tax abatement, essentially saying that you're we're going to give you a break on your taxes locally because we know that the economic growth you're going to provide by bringing your company here is going to well offset that. So she turned down twenty five to fifty thousand jobs for New Yorkers, and she turned away personally by being the pain in the rear end that she has become. She turned away personally around $24 billion of economic growth. And why would she do such things? Because she absolutely, fundamentally, at her core, is a socialist slash communist. She doesn't want capitalism to work. Amazon is an example of capitalism. So is Walmart. So is Home Depot. So are so many of the other largest uh, 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 corporations, whether they be manufacturers or retailers, that's what they are. This is a salute to capitalism. People work. Companies grow. They expand. More people work. They spend more money on other things. They get more people hired. And other. I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and do the, the most basic one-on-one, but, but in, in all seriousness, she doesn't want the, the, the country to thrive on capitalism. She wants it to grind to a halt so they can say, here's how we have to build it. That's what this lunatic is. And the idea, again, that she thinks that uh, because she's trying, she gets to be the, 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 the power broker 
is just a reinforcement of what we have been saying for a couple of decades now. Stop handing kids trophies for trying hard. The scoreboard matters. The scoreboard matters. I don't care if little Susie tried her hardest and her teammates did their best, but their soccer team got outscored 18 to nothing. She isn't getting a trophy. The team that scored 18 goals is getting the trophy. Trying hard isn't enough. You have to actually have success. But don't try to tell that to a millennial moron like this this airhead, Kelly Bundio Cortez. And I read it and I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Because, again, I'm at least trying, and they're not. That's all that matters. So... The power is in the person who's trying, regardless of the success. If you're trying, you've got all the power. You're driving the agenda. You're doing all this stuff. Like, I just introduced Green New Deal two weeks ago, and it's creating all of this conversation. Why? Because no one else has even tried. Because no one else has even tried. No one else is dumb enough to suggest destroying fossil fuels in the United States of America and destroying air travel. She thinks she's ahead of the game because she's trying something nobody else ever tried. And the reason nobody else ever tried that is because everybody else realizes it is just flat out a stampede of stupid. So people are like, oh, it's unrealistic. Oh, it's vague. Oh, it doesn't address this little minute thing. And this little minute thing is 90 trillion dollars. And an end to this economy, an end to this national infrastructure, an end to air travel, an end to automobiles, the destruction or refurbishment of every building in the United States all to address a a problem that is scientifically in question, first of all, and secondly, that you could not possibly even touch because the rest of the world wouldn't be doing the same thing. That's why nobody else has tried this. Seriously, sweetheart, you, you need to go get back behind the bar. Some dishes that need wash back there. Some glasses. Somebody's waiting for you to pour another draft. Might even get an order for a mixed drink if you don't screw that up. There's a reason people like you don't get to make policy in the United States. You have to understand this. Dad, I failed my test. I got a 50 out of 100. That's it. You didn't study. You're grounded. But but I did, Dad. I tried really hard. You did? You tried? Well, then let's go down to the school and give that teacher a piece of our mind. How can you give my son an F when he tried? Trying means success. Trying means rewards. Trying means, means trophies. Dad, our baseball team lost 21 to 1. Holy God, you guys are terrible. But we tried really hard. Well, then let's go get your trophy. 
Dad, I want to destroy the economic infrastructure and the energy infrastructure of the United States of America to try to combat climate change, and it's only going to cost $90 trillion. Well, holy hell, let's go get you a trophy. You're in power. You're in charge because you tried hard. I'm like, you try. <laughs> you do it. Right. Because you're not. Cause she sounds like an 11-year-old. She does. She sounds like an 11-year-old. You're not. So until you do it, I'm the boss. That's How right. about that? You heard it here. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Uh two one six nine zero one zero nine four five triple eight two eight one eleven ten. Jan is calling us from Cleveland. Uh, hi Jan, go ahead. Oh hi. I'd be happy to sign a petition for Alexandria to get a refund from her economics professor. And <laughs> you know, and, and the last generation I, I'll tell you I, what, Jan. Hey Jan, you know what I bet you? I bet you Boston University would be, would be willing to return every cent she ever paid them if she would just top stop telling anybody she ever went there. Yeah, that's a thought. And, and the <laughs> it would last, benefit them. It, it would be worth the cost. Give her her money back. Just don't tell anyone you ever came here because it's embarrassing to our to our university. But I'm sorry, go but, on. But uh, follow, follow the dots. In the last generation, higher education have, has impoverished students or their parents, and the fan- they financially empowered the professors who teach Marxism instead of free markets. That's what I think. I think you're 100 right. They do, and that is exactly what they teach. And of course, then they send out their little uh, robots into the world to um, uh, to carry out the the lessons that they learn. And that's exactly what Kelly Bundio is. Jay is calling us from Illyria on AM 1420. The answer. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hey. Good morning. I'm well. And yourself? I'm good too. What's on your mind? Good. Listen, this crossed my mind yesterday after listening to your program. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have the resources or, or if you have the resources who know who might have resources to actually dig into her educational background. And I know this is going to sound mean, not intentionally, but I'm trying here. I'm really trying. Okay. Uh, dig in. Find out if her, her, her diploma in economics is really a real diploma, what her grade point average was, and if it's really valid and and not something fake that she bought at an online diploma factory seriously how can you have a four-year degree in economics from boston university and be this stupid (laughs) they don't go together no you're right i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at this situation you're right i mean she is that's you know uh, it's so dangerous too, because to be this stupid and to be given that much um, credibility, which is what the Democratic candidates for president have done, they have all said, "Yeah, Green New Deal." It, you know, Kamala Harris wants to be the next president. She could be one of the front runners for the nomination for the Democrats. And over the last two days, twice she has doubled down on saying, "What? What about the cost? There's no cost to this. It's an investment in our future." She's actually you know, giving it credibility. Uh, it, so, which, by the way, you know, uh, to answer your question, Jay, before you continue. I'll let you. I'll, I'll give you the last word, but sure. because people like Kamala Harris, who is educated as well, are buying into this, uh, Kelly Bundio here is not the only one I, that I would question their their um, their uh, educational credentials. And at the end of the day, in my view, um, 
I have no problem believing that Boston gave her this degree. I don't think you have to hunt for the online degree factory that you're talking about because this is what they do. She's not the only one that is being cranked out as socialists, believers in in socialist models or communist models, not capitalist models, in on campuses all over this country. She's just a product of that educational system. I don't think she cheated the system. I don't think she bought an online diploma. She got one from Boston, and this is what she was taught. This is what they do, and that's that's why I don't have a problem believing it. Look at some of the others as well. Well, oddly enough, considering that this may in fact be a legitimate degree, if it is, and I seriously have my doubts, and it's in economics, and it's a bachelor's degree, a four-year degree, and it came from Boston University, if she's the product of all that four years, and any of us that, that go to school know what it's like to stay, stay up until 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning cramming for an exam, if she and what she espouses is the result of four years of that kind of effort at that school, their degree is completely devalued by the way she shows up in the marketplace espousing what she espouses. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this in uh, I'll say this in closing Jay and I thank you for the call but I got to move on. Uh I'll say this. Do you have any idea how many people with four-year degrees can't make their rent? Do you know how many people get four-year degrees and have little clue about anything? I, I And I'm not saying that as an anti-college person. I have a degree. My wife has a degree. My daughter is about to start college in a few months. Um, but the point is, colleges turn out a lot of very, very, if not dumb people like Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez or Kelly Bundio-Cortez, they turn out a lot of people. The- Ten twenty nine. Got time for just one quick phone call here before the uh, bottom of the hour. We'll go to uh, Dave in Lakewood. Hey, Dave, go ahead. You're on the air. Hello. Yes, sir, Dave. Yeah, uh, uh, I think you'll you'll get a kick out of this. My oldest son went uh, four years uh, to a liberal liberal arts college, mm-hmm. and his brother and sister were a couple of years younger. They went two years to a community college and got really good jobs in the medical field. And while he was in college, in liberal arts, they used to needle the hell out of him. Once he got out of college, he agreed with them. He what the, he said, you guys were right. I had nothing but loonies teaching me their garbage for four years. He said, I should have gone the way you guys went. What he yeah, was there's, saying, the garbage ahead. they're teaching in liberal arts college. Well, I, listen, I, 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 would, I would not limit that. In fact, I would not highlight that at all to say that they're teaching at liberal arts colleges. As a matter of fact, I went to a liberal arts college. My daughter is going to go to a liberal arts college, and I have absolutely massive amounts of respect for the benefits of a liberal arts education. Liberal arts doesn't mean liberal, by the way. It's a very, very different thing. It's not political as, as in pol- the political version of liberal. Um, however, having said that, what I will say is there are a lot of people who go to either liberal arts college or state universities, um, and they spend four years learning the garbage that you are talking about in various ways from leftist and extremist professors who are teaching from a very ideological point of view, uh, a partisan point of view, and 
it is pointless and helpless. They are helpless, rather, when they get out of that four years. They got strapped with a whole lot of debt, saddled with a whole lot of debt, and without any real opportunities to gain, to earn a lot of money to, to pay that back, let alone to survive and thrive on their own. And they do look at people who spent a fraction of that at a community college or at a trade school, you know, at a vocational school, who are making great money and doing great things. College is not for everyone. Every college is not for everyone. If you understand my meaning. There are some colleges you should never consider sending your kids to because they are going to come out of there absolutely warped and changed human beings. There are others that are safer and they're going to be productive for them. That search is the most important thing, in my opinion, that you can do for your kid. If you've got a kid who's a, you know, a, a elementary or a middle school student or an early high school student and you've got a little bit of time and you know college is on the horizon, what are they going to do with their lives? If you do decide and they decide college is the right thing and they want to undergo those costs, you doggone well better make sure they are picking the right college where they are not going to be absolutely destroyed uh, from the inside out. I'll have an example of that story coming up after the news on AM 1420. The Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. It doesn't just come here and die. We kill it with fire on a daily basis. 1036 AM 1420. The answer. we got 24 minutes of outstanding awesome for you. You'll notice I am not spending any time today. Uh, covering or discussing the nonsense, the um, the uh, convicted liar, the disbarred and disgraced attorney, Michael Cohen, giving testimony before the House uh, Oversight Committee for no reason whatsoever. Absolutely no practical purposes whatsoever. This is simply a let's embarrass Trump episode. He's going to prison. He'll say anything we want him to to embarrass Trump because he hates Trump because of uh, uh, his involvement. And this will help us politically. So it's just, hey, you help us out. We'll help you out. Let's tear down the president of the United States. Thank you, Democrats, for your service to the country. You're doing great work today for this is really going to make our country a better place. Uh, so I'm not giving it any time or attention. I do want to talk about colleges for a moment because uh, last caller brought up something about <clears throat> liberal arts colleges, and we'll just kind of talk about colleges in general because some of them are not worth the time and or the money that you are going to invest in them, particularly <clears throat> if your kids are going to come back more warped than you ever thought that they could be. And I cannot tell you how many people I have talked to who have experienced this. I have friends. I have relatives. I have friends of friends. I have friends of my wife's friends that have all told stories about how they sent their kid to college and their kid came back unrecognizable. Every value they had tried to instill in their child, gone. Every belief Every bit of uh, decency and integrity that they tried to raise them with, gone. Radicalized, extremist, liberal, uh, completely indoctrinated. It's a very, very dangerous thing. And you have to choose your kid's college very, very wisely or run the risk of having the same thing. I mean, I literally have talked to people who said they have no relationship with their child anymore because their child thinks that they are the screwed up ones. They are the ones who brainwashed them in the, in, in the, uh, with the wrong values and the wrong set of principles because of what they're being forced to, to learn and to repeat and regurgitate in these colleges. Well, I said before the break that I had an example of this. Not a person, but this is just what I'm talking about with respect to pick your college wisely. 
which is which university is the university in the state of Ohio? I think we all know the answer to that, right? OH! IO! Hang on, Sloopy. The Ohio State University is a prime example of this. And I ask you, Buckeye alumni, former students, maybe parents of current Buckeyes, I ask you, Ohio taxpayers, your money funds the Ohio State University. I ask you all this question. Are you okay with this? Are you okay with Sex Week at Ohio State University? Sponsored by Planned Parenthood? Sex Week featuring workshops for students to attend, including Fighting Abortion Stigma with Planned Parenthood, including Kink 101. That's K-I-N-K, Kink 101. Including Sex Toys 101. Including Period Sex with Period. Those are just a few of the workshops that took place during Ohio State's Sex Week. This is your university, Ohio taxpayers, Buckeye football fans, parents of students, former students, alumni, graduates. You good with this? Is this the university you want your child to attend? Everything that I just said to you is is verifiable. It's online. They promoted it. Ohio State's Sex Week was promoted on their website. They even gave little course bios, little course descriptions of what you can learn in Kink 101. What you can learn in in, uh, Sex Toys 101. Deviant Sex. I, 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 part of me wants to read some of the course descriptions to you, but given the nature of our show, given the nature of our station, I, I, I don't want to go that far. I will tell you that I have, I have it on my Facebook page. If you are a Facebook user, um, go to uh, Facebook and look up France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio. You might have to scroll down a few posts because I posted this yesterday. And you can read some of those descriptions for yourself, but, but, just please have no misunderstanding, have no illusion here. The Ohio State University sponsored an, organ, uh, uh, an organized week-long event highlighting sex, deviant sex, uh, um, <laughs> uh, kinky sex, um, and, and moreover and more importantly, what to do after sex, including the promotion of abortion. One of the courses is called Fighting Abortion Stigma with Planned Parenthood. This publicly funded university, our university, our state university, is promoting Planned Parenthood's abortion agenda. There's, there's, this is just real. It's, it's on their website, the, the university's website and the um, Sex Week specific tab website. 
Ohio Right to Life President Mike Gonadakis is calling on the Ohio General Assembly to consider this tacit support of Planned Parenthood by OSU as they begin to look at the Ohio budget. Perhaps it's time to stop sending our tax dollars to Columbus, to Ohio State University. Could those dollars be better spent elsewhere than to a university that is teaching their kids about the value of pornography and pornographic actions, not just viewing, but but mimicking. You know, I said I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to read the course descriptions to you, and I won't. But I will do this. There is there is one um, there there is one homepage. It's it's the homepage for the Ohio State Sex Week course offerings. Okay, and let me just read this to you because it's a little less graphic and a little bit. I don't know. I don't want to say understandable or acceptable, but it is what it is. This is Sex Week at The Ohio State University on the home page. Everything you never learned in high school, it says. Wait, I didn't learn everything in high school? You're telling me that P and V isn't the only kind of sex? And I'm going to let your mind figure that out. P and V isn't the only kind of sex? Hold up. Most STIs don't actually show dramatic symptoms like the ones in the pictures. And what is it with the consent is like T-SMA assembly? We missed a lot in high school. That's why Ohio State is creating a judgment-free, inclusive, you know what that means, relatable space for our community to explore all sides of sexual health that they never really learned. That's why Sex Week is here. And then it goes into the lineup of, uh, of the various courses. As I said, not the least of which is the pro-abortion course. Ohio State University will likely ask for millions more of our tax dollars in this year's budget. Their support of Planned Parenthood should be enough to give Ohio's pro-life legislators pause in granting those dollars. According to the Sex Week website, the Fighting Abortion Stigma with Planned Parenthood workshop aims to teach us all about reproductive freedom and the stigma that comes with it. Join us for a conversation on a tough subject. Jenna Wodaz a Planned Parenthood community health educator for the greater Ohio area started off the discussion by defining the preferred pronouns that she uses as she, her, and hers, according to OSU freshman James By, who attended the event. She said she was trying to ungender and unbinary pregnancies. Let me stop there. Once again, this is a university, an academic institution of higher learning that is literally denying science saying that pregnancy is not gender-specific, that it's not just females who get pregnant. I'm still looking for the first man who ever had a uterus. Because without one, he isn't getting pregnant. This university, the Ohio State University, our university, Go Bucks, O-H-I-O, is literally anti-science. They showed a Planned Parenthood video of how abortion stigma impacts both patients and providers, stressing that many patients who seek abortions have been told abortions are morally wrong, so socially unacceptable, and that people may have to sell their belongings to afford an abortion, the travel expenses, the housing, etc., the video also told students that while an abor- at an abortion clinic, staffers might have to go over incorrect sta- state-mandated information about abortion and share medically inaccurate information on abortion with patients. There were some ways to enforce the abortion stigma 
These were some of the ways, I should say, that enforced the abortion stigma, according to the Planned Parenthood video. According to those who attended the event, no such videos were provided or presented by groups like the Ohio Right to Life. No pro-life videos. No, hey, consider adoption videos. Just the pro-abortion videos. Come and get your abortion quick and easy. It's your reproductive right at any time. As Ohio lawmakers are considering proposed legislation that would ban abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected, Wodaz of Planned Parenthood was asked by a pre-med student about a fetal heart being, de- being detected as early as eight weeks into pregnancy. In response, Wodaz said it was a heart flutter. It's just a heart flutter at that, at that uh, stage of gestation. And therefore, the pending Ohio state legislation is unconstitutional. I would ask this. What kind of a flutter is it? A heart flutter. What is that an indication of? There's a heart. If there's a heart, it is a separate life. It is no longer the mother's body. There is a second body, a second brain, a second heart, a second uh, set of organs, and it's its own. By the end of the workshop, students were equipped with ways to be allies in an effort to reduce the stigma that surrounds having an abor- having or providing an abortion. As the workshop closed, a policy graduate student asked when life begins. The Planned Parenthood director, Ms. Wodaz, responded, responded by saying, that question does not belong in reproductive rights. That question does not belong in reproductive rights and legislation discussions arguing it's a personal question. So each person can decide when life begins. It's a personal question. has no place in the reproductive rights question. This is being taught, being presented at the Ohio State University. I would never send a dollar to the Ohio State University. If I could find a way to stop my tax dollars from being directed to Ohio State University, I would. These are the kinds of threats that are out there. These are the kinds of organizations and institutions who have made it their mission to change everything that you have taught your children. To change it, to destroy it, to reprogram it in the course of indoctrinating your kids to believing that that is normal and that that is okay and that a child's life does not have value and that kink sex and sex toys and non-P into V type sex is all okay and normal and that other people other than women can get pregnant. Science deniers at Ohio State University. I'll ask again. Buckeyes, Buckeye alum, parents of children at Ohio State now, taxpayers, you good with what's being taught down in Columbus? I've got time for a couple of phone calls and answer to that right after this on AM 1420, The Answer.
Radio.com. Well, I'm told the mic is hot, but I'm not hearing any music, so are we good? I'm, are we, are, I'm not sure where we are right now. I'm, we, okay, we are good. All right. I don't know what's going on. Esther in Cleveland, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Esther, good morning. Thanks. A few quick examples of irony among decision makers. Your example from Ohio State sounds like Planned Parenthood has come up with new ideas to expand their customer base. I was thinking also the Green New Deal, when I first heard about it, it sounded more like notes from a brainstorming session where every idea is accepted, nobody's supposed to be uh, chastised, but then when you put out the, the final report, you don't put in all the notes from the brainstorming session. And then the third one is when I saw the President's uh, State of the Union, I was thinking, well, Hitler has his brown shirts. Congress has the white suits, and I heard an interesting caller recently who said, referring to the president when he was talking about saving babies, he said, well, look at the ladies in their white suits. They were sitting there with their pious faces and saying, let them die, referring to the babies. That's exactly what they do. That's 100% right. As far as brainstorm sessions, you're assuming that there are brains to be stormed. And anybody who was in that room with Alexandria Kelibundio cortez who came out of it with the Green New Deal as the end product of their work, there were no brains in the room to be stormed. There just weren't. I mean, it, it, it is literally the most, I mean, you know, this is an overused phrase to say, oh, Hollywood didn't even write that. It's too, but I mean, honestly, if you were writing a Hollywood script about a dumb, Airheaded bimbo bartender from the Bronx, or actually, who's not even from the Bronx. She likes to get Bronx cred. She's one thousand one one thousand twenty fourth Bronx. Uh, she's uh, she's Westchester. But but um, if you were to write a, a Hollywood movie about somebody like that ascending to Congress and coming coming forward with the most radical piece of legislation you can imagine, and then build like a you know a comedic movie around that, nobody would buy that part of the script. They'd say, "Come on, nobody's going to say wipe out airplanes." I mean, let's keep this script at least moderately realistic so that we can have some fun with this. Nobody's going to say wipe out air travel and replace it with trains that go every direction across the country, crisscrossing the country like airplanes can. Nobody's going to actually say, you know, we can get rid of all of these fossil fuels to stop the uh, carbon uh, you know, footprint from growing, etc. But we're still going to have cows, and cows are flatulent. Cows fart all the time, and that's a huge part of the methane gas emissions into this uh, into the air. So we're going to have to deal with that too. We have to get rid of factory farms and cows, and no more hamburgers. You, people, a, a, a Hollywood producer or director would look at that and say, "Rewrite this. It's not a bad idea for a funny movie to find a, a nut job, uh, you know, a slow coach becoming elected to Congress like this." But let's come on, rewrite that part. Let's put something in there that we can actually sell. This is real, though. This isn't a movie script that actually happened. <laughs> it's still happening. Uh, Dan is calling us from Middleburg Heights. Oh. Dan, you're on AM 1420. The answer, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm a lifetime member, uh, alumni member of Ohio State University, and it's uh, what you were describing is completely outrageous. And all these sex workshops are basically a dumbing down of uh, an indoctrination of people to uh, basically, you know, in the end, promote all this uh, abortion, you know, situations that we have. What yeah. we're witnessing right now between our government, Democratic Party especially, but the establishment, academia, and the media, if you study and, or watch History Channel and these programs of the history of the Nazi Party in the 1930s, right. 
there's, we're, we're witnessing right before our eyes the indoctrination of people between these, those three situations of, uh, you know, in government and, yeah. and all these policies that are obviously, they're inarguable. They're not based on facts, but it's an indoctrination of uh, American people. I completely concur. That is exactly what it is. Um, Let me go back to the Ohio State part of this for a second as an alum and a lifetime member. What did you say of what part of what organization? I'm not already. Oh, the Alumni Association. Oh, Alumni Association. Sorry, I didn't know if there was a specific like Buckeye group or something. So the Alumni uh, Association. This is a long time ago. You know, I. No, I understand. Yeah, I understand. I just that's that's the reason I'm asking because I want to know how I want to know how lifetime Buckeyes and longtime uh, you know Ohio State alums from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or whenever how you feel about this. So when you hear something like this going on. Does it make you want? To, I mean, do you do you donate to the alumni no, association? I, I I donated uh, way back when when they were doing all this. So I donated one time. You know, it was a one time donation. They right, call me gotcha. all the time, but I don't donate money to it anymore because I don't like what's going on. You know what? I'm I don't either. I'm yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm asking, and I'm hopeful that other Ohio State alumni donors will listen to this and then and, and learn what's going on there and say, no, I cannot support this with my dollars, either demand an end to such depravity or uh, tell them they're not getting another nickel from you, because there are a lot of alums, of course, who are in a position where they can afford to donate a lot of money, and they do. I hope they, they reconsider that, like you. Well, uh, those uh, people uh, aren't the people walking around the campus now, okay? Th- those are people from another time, see? True. And I don't believe that they believe in all this. You know, we're not against sex, but this is inappropriate. It's as simple as that. Totally agree. And they have to be made aware. That's the point, because you're right. They're not there. They don't know this is going on. They need to be made aware, and that's the reason I'm doing it on the air and online well, and everything else. I hope, I, hope Buckeye, I hope Buckeye alums understand this and uh, rethink where they're putting their, their But remember uh, their, their the donations. indoctrination. It's important what's going on between government, media, and, and academia, like Ohio State. They're indoctrinating and brainwashing half the people in this country. And it's yeah, dangerous. you're 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 you know what you just described, my friend. You described the axis of evil, modern day axis right. of evil. What <laughs> President Bush once described uh, Iran, North Korea, and Russia as the axis of evil. That is exactly what this is between government, media, and indoctrination slash education. That is exactly what it is. All right, that's all the time we've got for you today. Uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, special thanks to our friend Pastor Samuel Lockhart. Uh, Airman Lockhart is on his way to pursue new radio ventures. So this is his last day with us. Samuel, thank you so much for being here and all of your great work. And uh, we're back again tomorrow on the next Bob France Authority. Bye-bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.